Welcome, welcome to Last Week Today in the Metaverse. It's me, Dale Harris, your host. And today we're going to look at some of the five biggest stories, or at least the biggest stories as far as I'm concerned, about everything to do with the Metaverse, Web3, cryptocurrencies, NFTs, and all that great stuff. All right, today we have five great stories. Actually, I think today we just have four stories. It's been a pretty slow week. It's a Christmas week. So let's look at the top four stories in the metaverse last week today. And we're going to start off with the big dog in the house, Instagram. So it looks like Instagram is probably going to be bringing NFTs to the market next year, 2022, right? That's probably going to happen. Sometime last weekend, the CEO of Instagram, Adam Mosery, he hosted this AMA and asked me anything. And some of the questions were really about the future of the platform. And NFTs, of course, came up. And Mosery, he suggested that the social media platform, Instagram, is exploring NFTs. This is exactly what he said. Nothing to announce yet, but we are definitely exploring NFTs and how we can make them more accessible to a wider audience. I think it's an interesting place where we can play and also a way to hopefully help creators. Now, this should come as no surprise to anyone that's paying, that's paying attention. Of course, Instagram is owned by Facebook, which is now called Meta because it's into the metaverse, right? So no surprise that Instagram is looking at getting into the game. But of course, there were absolutely no details coming from that CEO around what exactly are they tr they're, they're trying to do when it comes to NFTs. Um, it's quite likely that they have no idea or have a lot of different ideas and don't know which one to pick. Certainly, everyone is getting into the NFT space because that's where all the attention is right now. We'll see what happens in 2022. But again, NFTs are essential for the metaverse. And it looks like Instagram is going to be, you know, bringing something to the market. So we'll stand by to see what happens with that one. Now on to our second story. And the second story is about gas fees, Ethereum gas fees. Now, if you're not into NFTs, if you haven't been doing any transactions on the Ethereum blockchain, you might not know what gas fees are. But basically, those are the fees that you pay to, you know, for any transaction that you make on the blockchain. So if you're buying, let's say, an uh, NFT, you're going to pay the price of the NFT, but you also have to pay the gas fees based on the transaction, the transaction cost. And those gas fees could be anything. It depends on how many people are doing transactions at the same time. If there's a lot of activity on the chain, the gas fees are going to go up. If there's not much happening, the gas fees go down. Now, for the past few months, the gas fees have been sky high, which means doing any sort of transactions on the blockchain, on the Ethereum blockchain, requires a lot of money. You're going to pay, sometimes you can pay as much in fees as for the thing that you're buying, right? Now, in the last few weeks, the gas fees have dropped, which is really excellent, right? I think the report I read is that the gas fees are up to 62% cheaper. I have this um, Chrome plugin that shows me the gas fees, and I really did notice, right? It's, it's, it's been going down. It's, it's in the 80s, sometimes 60s. It's, it's been going down. So gas fees are going down. That's really, really good. So I think... Some time ago, the gas fees were up to like $62, $62 US dollars per transaction. That's a lot. Imagine you're, you're buying something that maybe costs 100 bucks, 100 US, and you're going to pay $62 just, to, just for the transaction fee in addition to the 100 bucks. That's pretty high. But 
the fees have gone down to an average of $23, $23 US dollars per transaction. That's like a 62% cut. That's really good. Now, I've always felt that high gas fees uh, is going to keep people away from NFTs, from that widespread adoption. you got to have a lot of money to be able to afford these gas fees or a lot of Ethereum to begin with. And of course, Ethereum is is rising in price. Ethereum is over $4,000 now. I mean, I was really lucky to get into Ethereum, uh, Ethereum under $1,000. But just for a piece of Ethereum, you're going to be paying a lot of money. And that's going to go into gas fees. So it's really good that the gas fees are go- have gone down. Now, of course, there are other things happening, layer two platforms that promise to really eliminate or certainly reduce the, the level of fees that you pay to do transactions on, on, on the network. But th- those are still sort of in the, in the making. So big news last week, gas fees are going down. Okay, so our next story is that there's a Stanley NFT coming, right? Stanley a Stanley NFT is coming. It's going to be launching on December 28th. It was announced sometime this week, I believe. It's Beyond Life.club and Orange Comet. They're coming together to launch Stanley's Chakra the Invincible, right? Chakra the Invincible, a superhero NFT collection. Now, apparently, Chakra the Invincible is one of the first or maybe the first superhero that Stanley conceptualized, right? He, Stanley, along with someone else, I don't remember his name, came up with this idea of a, of a superhero called Chakra the Invincible. He's definitely not part of the Marvel Universe that you're accustomed to seeing. And on the 28th of December, that's going to be Stanley's 99th birthday, right? So for all you Marvel fans, that's going to be Stanley's birthday, and that's when they're going to be launching this NFT collection, right? Chakra the Invincible NFT collection. I thought this was a really interesting story. Um, you know, Stanley, he passed some time ago, and he he was behind, of course, everything Marvel. And I've never heard of Chakra. And again, it just shows that there's a lot of attention in the NFT space. And these guys, I'm not sure who Beyond Life, the club and guardian link.io are exactly, but you know, I think they're India based and they've come out to come up with to develop this NFT collection. Uh there's a bunch of NFTs. They're definitely trying to make some bank as a lot of people are trying to in the NFT space. But again, there's a lot of interest here. People are doing things as creators. You got to pay attention. NFTs right now are offering the opportunity for you to raise money, raise attention, and you know build a community. So that's happening on the 20th of December. So that's a little bit of the future right there. Now for a fourth story, it's about Dogecoin. Now Doge made our, our episode last week when I spoke about Doge. And again, Doge is doing even more. Doge is continuing to expand. And right now they announced last week that they'll be working with Ethereum's Vitalik Buterin, that's the founder of Ethereum, on a staking concept. I'm not going to get too much into staking concept right, right now, but the point is Dogecoin is, re- well, not Dogecoin, Doge and its, its its blockchain is really expanding its use cases, right? They published this trail map. That trail map is like the set of initiatives that, um, that they sort of lay out the details of the direction of the Dogecoin blockchain and ecosystem. And part of it includes working with Ethereum's founder on a staking concept. That's a big deal because he's a big deal. And it really means that Dogecoin's blockchain is moving away from this meme concept, where it's just a, a joke coin, right? It's really trying to put in some real actual use cases. That's pretty good. I'm looking forward to seeing what hap- what's happening on that front. Now, for the last story, it's about Visa. Visa is making it easy for you guys 
to spend your crypto at actual retailers, right? Prior to this, a retailer will have to choose to accept crypto and then figure out how they're going to change that crypto into fiat. Now, Visa is really diving into the system, into that into that space, and they're making sure that that their platforms, that they are platforms that help vendors and merchants accept crypto. So if you have crypto, you want to spend that crypto for a cup of coffee, Visa is going to make that happen. And they've right now they're partnering with 60, that's a lot, 60 of the leading crypto platforms like, you know, FTX, BlockFi, Crypto.com, Coinbase, Binance. And they're going to launch a card program that makes it easy, super easy for consumers like you to convert and spend your digital cryptocurrencies at 80 million locations worldwide, not just in the US or here in Trinidad and Tobago, around the world, 80 million merchant locations. So look into that. If you're a merchant, if you're selling and you want to accept people's crypto, look into that program. I don't know what, you know, how it's structured right now, if you can get into it, if there's a waitlist, but Visa is making it easy for people that have crypto with these different platforms to spend it using a card. It's the, the the race is heating up. People are getting really into monetizing and converting cryptocurrencies into the real world. So it's not just a fad. This thing is happening. Visa is putting a lot of effort in it, into this. Visa has stated their commitment, right? At Visa, they, they said that the scale and scope of their work in crypto has grown dramatically and it's not going to stop. The number of people that are cross-functionally working at Visa and crypto is the same as everything else that they're doing, right? This is big. All right, so that's it for this week today in the in the metaverse, right? Look out for another episode this week where I teach you something about one of these concepts of the metaverse. And next week, Sunday, I'm going to release another This Week in the Metaverse where we look at what's been happening. All right, take care, everybody. I'll see you on the next episode.